You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend as uh, lots of sports stuff actually going on. And Razorback baseball team, man, it's so much fun to watch them and continue to see their dominance. And uh, they're the only team in the SEC that's yet to lose an SEC series, uh, remaining undefeated in that regard. And also the number one team, once again, undisputed in the all pretty much all polls. So it's it's just good to see them continuing to find ways to win, especially against a South Carolina team on the road that was really good. And Arkansas, of course, winning uh, two out of three in games that pretty much were played in 24-hour period, it seemed like, uh, was pretty remarkable. But, you know, they, they, uh, they've they really been really showing out. And every time I feel like, okay, so when's they going to be the slip-up, they get to slip up. So it's just been really cool to see uh, how they've all played out. But that's not what I wanted to open up the podcast with because that's boring. We know they're good. Well, you know, wake us up when you get to the College World Series, am I right? No, what I wanted to chime in on is something I feel very passionately about. And I know Dudley Dawson is going to be joining us and we're going to talk more about it with him as well. These co-player of the weeks in SEC has got to go. It's got to go. Because this past weekend, the SEC decided to name Kevin Copps co-pitcher of the week. Well, you're sitting there like, well, John, who, who was who was the other co-pitcher of the week? Kumar Rocker was. Oh, well, in that case, like, yeah, you make sense, right? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Kevin Copps struck out 12 of the 15 batters he faced in two different relief peer, uh, appearances. He picked up a three-inning save in the 6-1 series opening win on Thursday, striking out six in three perfect innings. Then he punched out all six in his two-inning appearance in the series finale win. He threw 59 pitches, and 43 of those were strikes, generating 21 swing and misses while not allowing a single base runner. That's what Kevin Copps did. Kumar Rocker did pretty good, too. He got a series opening victory against number four Mississippi State with a complete game on Friday night. He held him to just three hits while allowing just one earned run. After allowing a run in the very first frame, he went on to retire the side and, and order five of the next eight innings of work, and Rocker struck out eight batters in the contest. Cool. But that's nowhere even close to what Kevin Copps accomplished. And once again, it continues to show the SEC and whoever's voting on this, which I know is the SEC offices and all that, but whoever's voting on this is completely and totally clueless, has no regard for what baseball is, has no regard for what accomplishments should look like, and they are just constantly trying to make everybody happy. And it is annoying. It is upsetting. It is frustrating. And it just almost feels like it always happens to Arkansas. Because, listen, I understand that if there are two or three players that are really close in what they accomplished and how they performed, and it'd be almost tough to give it to one or the other, I understand doing co. Like, I really do. But to me, this one is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer at all. Kevin Copps was better than Kumar Rocker. 
just like last week, when Matt Goodhart was the best player in the SEC, not even close, and he didn't even get a co-mention. The dude hit five home runs in five games. Didn't even get a co-mention after going 11 of 17. Like, this is madness. And some of you are probably listening to me like, John, why does it even matter? Who cares? Why do you care? Just a stupid accomplishment given by the SEC. You know why I care? It's because I know those kids care. I know Dave Van Horn cares. Like, they won't say it and bother me. They're like, oh, you know, that's not. But no, they care. And the thing is, it's, it's recognition for great accomplishments. Don't we all want to be recognized for our great accomplishments in everything we do, even if it's meaningless? At our jobs, doesn't it mean something if we get employee of the month? Maybe it doesn't come with bonuses. Maybe it doesn't come with incentives or anything. But just the fact that someone recognized us for our great accomplishments, doesn't it mean something to us? It means something to me. I don't think we have an employee of the month where I work, but maybe we should get into that. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is that we all enjoy accomplishments and being recognized for it. Because it's something that we work very hard at. And it's not the most rewarding thing, especially if there's no incentive into it. But it's still just nice to hear. It's nice to see. It's good for competition to know that you beat somebody else out and you deserved it. But imagine working at a company where you were co-employee of the month with another co-worker and say you were in sales. And say you sold 125% of what your quota was for that month. And they sold 92%. Would you not sit there and be like, excuse me? He had a great he had a great month, don't get me wrong. It was okay. But I blew it out of the water. I, I met the quota and then some. He didn't even meet the quota. Well, you know, it was, it was a really good showing by both of you. We just want to make sure everyone's taken care of. No. 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 If we're deserving, if we're number one, if we're the best, if we did the best, and if we're going to get recognition, then by gum, we better get recognition for it alone. Stand above all. Put us on a pedestal. We are greater than thou art. That's what we want. It's the same thing when it comes to these stupid awards. Like On the show today, I called to the SEC offices live and just got voicemails. Nobody got back with us. Um, We still don't think they did. If they did, it was going to be later in the day. But it was just frustrating to see another snub. And it's happened in like every sport that Arkansas has had. Happened in basketball, men's and women's, softball, football, and it's going to continue to happen in baseball. It's almost like because Arkansas is the number one team in the country that they're like, eh, well, you know, you're number one. What you, you, you got enough accomplishments. Like, that's not right at all. But it's just what we have to deal with, I guess. I'm frustrated, and I hate it for Kevin Copps, co-player, co-pitcher of the week. I'll show you co-pitcher of the week. I got your co-pitcher of the week right here, buddy. Start voting on these things the right way. Stop making everything so frustrating and so annoying. Uh, I guess, you know, <laughs> it is the SEC after all. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action on, at BetOnline.ag. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on, and Kentucky, Kentucky Derby is back, and as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. 
Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news and sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome to bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked on. That's right. Promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, right now, let's go to the phone lines as we are joined by someone who knows a lot about Razorback sports, not only baseball, but football, basketball. I mean, my goodness, he probably knows everything about the swimming and diving team because that's who he is and that's what he's all about. And that is Dudley Dawson of WholeHogSports.com. Dudley, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? No problem. I thought you were going to do to introduce me as somebody who goes out and tries to cause trouble all the time. So, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think that, that's pretty. Back in my younger yeah, days, I'm about to say I think that's pretty well established at this point already. But uh, everyone, everyone knows about it. But <laughs> uh, I, I want to ask you though, like, is it just us? I mean, is it just coincidence? Like, what is going on with the fact that these Player of the Week, not only in baseball, but it happened in men's and women's basketball. It's happened in softball. It's happened in football. And I think it happens to other SEC teams too, but it's just so weird and frustrating how it constantly seems like an Arkansas player, if they finally get the acknowledgement that they deserve, it's always as a co-player or nothing at all. Yeah, yeah, I really don't understand that. I remember back in the day when it was harder to get the National Player of the Year than the, uh, I mean, week than the, the, the SEC Player of the Week, but... I guess the society we live in, everybody wants a participation trophy. They want to, you know, that's why on these end of the year uh, football and basketball, uh, all conference teams, you have eight on a basketball team and 15 on a football all SEC team. I, I don't get it. You know, it's pretty easy. However many guys go out to start the game, that should be how many make all conference. Uh, you know, be basketball or football, but yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. And there's they're 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 not. I'm still waiting on a call from 1991 uh, to the SEC office, which is when Arkansas, you know, first got got into there. So uh, I doubt they're going to call you back. But you certainly, you certainly have uh, every right to be upset about that. Is the SEC making an effort to reward everyone, as you mentioned, Dudley, there with participation trophies, or is Arkansas being singled out? Well, you know, they have had plenty of co-players that weren't Arkansas. So, you know, during the course of the, this last uh, calendar year and in 2020 as well, the so I don't think they're being singled out, but I think that uh, it becomes that way because the SEC has not always leaned to doing whatever it could to help Arkansas uh, in terms of, you know, schedules and we can point back to 2020 about that and, and all that stuff. So. So I think Arkansas people take it harder, and they should. Yeah, because that's the thing, too, is since joining the SEC, it's just for Razorback fans, I think in general, and people in Arkansas, and you know this, Dudley, you're from this state, they just want respect. Like, they don't get respect all the time. Like, people always talk about, oh, in the state itself is not great. It always gets left out. People put the wrong stupid abbreviation on it. They say it's AZ for some reason. Or AK. Yeah, or AK instead of it being Arkansas. It just feels like... It's like the small things that people don't respect about Arkansas, and that's why people here in the state just go so up in arms about things like this. It's like, hey, the time when they actually accomplish something, the time when they're actually deserving of something, when you don't give it to them, they take it a little more personally than maybe some other teams in other states. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember that, uh, you know, while courting my wife, uh, if she did something, it, ups it upset me more than, say, the previous uh, girlfriend that, you know, wasn't that, I wasn't that in love with. So uh, you want to have, uh, you want to have accolades, no matter whether you're individual or a team, a state, country, whatever. Uh, and, and it just, uh, you know, that whole thing, it means more. Well, if it means more than, uh, if, if a guy gets the National Player of the Week, and I, I realize that it's voted on at different times, it comes from different outlets, but, you know, logic would dictate that uh, if, you, if you're as good as anybody in the country, that uh, you should be good as anybody in the SEC, or better. How are you feeling about the baseball team? I feel team? your pain. How are you feeling about the baseball team and where they currently well, stand and going into the series against LSU this weekend? Well, I think you have to feel a little bit better about the overall picture. I mean, it's tough to criticize them when they're number one in the country and have been, I think, for eight weeks in a row and, you know, at least some polls and have been pretty unanimous uh, here lately. Uh, but the, getting better starting pitching uh, certainly, I think, has led to, you know, cops being able to come in and do what he does. And that he's been fascinating and and just electric, but I think the pitchers going longer, uh, you, you know, has, has been a, a better deal and will, will help the health of the bullpen and everything else down the, the road. And, you know, it looks like Connor Nolan's about to start being run back out there as well. Uh, he's getting healthy and, you know, we'll probably see him this weekend. And that's just another pitcher who's pitched in big time games and, and hopefully is, you know, fully healthy now. So I, you know, there were some questions I had, but there's not many of them left now at this point. You know, Kevin Copps, talking about him specifically, um, I always find it fascinating in baseball, especially in college baseball, when you see pitchers of just sheer dominance. It's like, what about them makes them so much more dominant or so much different from everybody else? You know, when we saw Blaine Knight just a few years ago, he was undefeated as a starter in his last year. Like, what made him stand out? Well, now it's Kevin Copps who just mows dudes down. Like, it's not even close. It's not even fair what he's doing. So, Dudley, I know you, you've watched baseball a long time. What is it about his pitching and his pitching style that is making him so unstoppable right now? Well, the number one thing is he has amazing control, and he can put the, he's been able to put the ball anywhere he wants to it, or each side of the plate, uh, up, down. I mean, he just has a variety of things that he's worked with. And number two, there are some things in, in physics that just can't be explained. And some of his pitches, I don't know how it works. The uh, I tried to study that, uh, but he's able to pinpoint where he wants. But it's it's uh, going away from the hitter, coming into the hitter. Uh, he's just got so many variations of his pitches that you know, just like uh, the uh, South Carolina coach said uh, on the Saturday's uh, Zoom. Our guys were going up there and coming back and saying they couldn't see it. They, they know he's throwing it, but they couldn't see it. So, you know, he hides it coming out of his hand a little bit, which is a thing that a lot of good pitchers, great pitchers are able to do that, uh, you know, the less time you have. To, I mean, you've got just such a little bit of time to recognize a pitch anyway. And if it's hid just for a tenth of a second more, it makes it even harder. But he's just been uh, sparkling in it. It's just, uh, it's amazing to watch. And, uh, I mean, when you strike out 12 or 15 on a weekend, that's, that's, that's pretty salty there. There's been some discussion, and this is coming from fans, about putting cops in the starting rotation as opposed to uh -uh. waiting to bring him in the game. How do you feel about that? 
Well, I think my aunt probably said it, but the, uh, no, there are roles on a team and he is far more valuable to help you close out or, or uh, eat up innings in two games on the weekend than he is in one. Uh, he, I, I just don't know why you would uh, mess with success. And I would understand a little bit of the fans wanting to be able to, you know, to have him run out there and start off the game and, and you know, put zeros up and down. But then what you're going to do at the end of the bullpen, you got to cover nine innings or more. And uh, I guess Saturday you had to cover 18. And you want to have uh, somebody with a rubber arm like him available to go in, in many games. And, and as, I, as I brought up a couple of times, Andrew Miller from the Cleveland Indians, who now is with the Cardinals, hadn't been as good with the Cardinals as he was with Cleveland Indians, was so – uh, dominant because he could come in at any point in a game. He could pitch you the fourth, fifth, and sixth. He could pitch the seventh, eighth, and ninth, or he could just pitch one inning if he needed to. But it allows a manager so many options. And and let's be honest, South Carolina, uh, their coach talked about it after the end of the ball game. He said we knew we had to score early because he was going to come out of that bullpen, uh, and they weren't able to do it. So. He's a weapon that works on the minds of, of opposing coaches and how they make decisions. So, no, definitely not. Would not uh, change what he's doing at all. We'll continue our discussion with Dudley Dawson of Hawk Sports here in just a second. But, folks, i got to tell you about Built Bar and how you're getting ready for that lake season or that beach season. You need to get that beach bod in order. But it's tough to eat healthy. You may be working out a lot, but you're always on the go and you don't have time. But luckily for you, Built Bar is exactly what you need for all your health-conscious people. It's great for a bunch of diets because it's low-calorie, low-sugar, and high-protein and high-fiber, and they come in 18 amazing different flavors. So if you go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Check it out. It doesn't matter how many you buy. You can buy the whole store if you wanted to. As long as you use that promo code LOCK15, it's 15% off at BuiltBar.com. I want to ask you about uh, the football side of things. Arkansas has been trying to add some depth, and they certainly did over the past few days on the defensive line. they got a guy named John Ridgway, who's a transfer out of Illinois State, uh, as well as another transfer out of Missouri. What, what can you tell us about these guys and what type of impact can they have coming up in 2021? Well, Ridgeway is someone who's uh, been very good at that level he's been playing at at Illinois State. And, and uh, you know, he, he believes he can play at a higher level. Uh, he's excited about that opportunity. It wasn't just Arkansas going out to get him. Texas, USC, Texas A&M. So many other schools were trying to recruit him and get him to come in. He's 6'6", 325. He can stuff the run, but he also has amazing flexibility for somebody that size. He had several passes knocked down. He even had an interception. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, Coach Pittman talked about wanting to get uh, bigger on defense. Well, that 6'6", 325 certainly helps that out. Uh, they also, Enoch Jackson, uh, you know, got into the transfer portal, so they had a, a, another spot there depth-wise. And I think Markel Usher, the, uh, the young man who, who played at Little Rock Parkview and, and was signed at Missouri and played for Barry Odom at Missouri, I don't think that, uh, you know, Coach Odom would be bringing him back, uh, you know, to a, to a defense unless he thought he could really help this year. That's two nice-sized guys inside. And, uh, you know, I'm of the mind that, that you uh, – all the fringe uh, – fringe, uh, 
and athletic positions are great, but that you get you win football games with interior lines on both offense and defense and quarterback play. And so I think that adding these two guys certainly help in that regard. What do the numbers look like altogether for scholarships? Are there any more opportunities for Arkansas to get into the transfer portal? And that hinges on when you got, have guys leave, then you can get into the transfer portal and benefit for your own team. And people have to realize that there's some give and take. For the guys that you're losing, you're yeah, going to have opportunities like this to bring players in. Yeah, and you can only have 85 on scholarship. I know you know that. But the, the thing that Arkansas uh, works with that's, uh, that's tough sometimes is having uh, the, the 25 initial qualifiers, and you have to fit everything in that. It's my understanding they have one numerical scholarship left that they could bring in one other initial counter. Uh, he talked during his press conference about possibly adding another tight end. Uh, I know they're anxious to see how healthy Aaron Outley from Little Rock Parkview is, and will he be able to 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 go and give them some time next year? So they might do one more. But this is uh, these two guys. The way I understand it, it goes into next year's recruiting as well in terms of initial qualifiers. So I believe they have one more left. Uh, he's talked about a possible uh, tight end, uh, but he might just hold it till the next year. Yeah, that's the fascinating thing is we know this transfer portal is still opening up and, and what they're trying to do. But uh, as far as uh, since the defensive line got shored up, we know that Mike Woods is transferring out. Are they going to be looking at any other wide receivers or anything like that, or are they just going to roll with what they got as far as depth goes? Well, the one of the thing that, that, that probably has been a little underreported is Warren Thompson from Florida State, who was a great high school player, four-star Went to Florida State. Uh, he he tra he uh, got in the portal and came up here. And decided he was coming up here a couple of months ago. He's six four, about two ten. So he's a guy that certainly can help. And then you have uh, the young man Jacqueline Crawford from uh, from Oklahoma. You know, it's kind of a trade for him for Mike Woods. Uh, uh, he's he practiced with Arkansas last year. Uh, went through spring practice as well this year, and he's somebody they really like. He's uh, he's more of a slot receiver and things like that. But receiver, you never ever want to have your number two wide receiver transfer out and go to some other place. But fortunately, that's a position that they brought in three freshmen uh, that they have some depth there. So I don't. You know, I don't think they should pan You shouldn't be panicked. You should be upset that Mike Woods transferred away, and certainly that's his right. But you shouldn't be panicked in terms of not having enough players. I think they're going to be okay there. With basketball recruiting, and we're talking a couple of years here, but Anor Boltwang of Little Rock Central, he's starting to get offers from other schools. He's been offered by Arkansas, but starting to get offers from other schools. Where does he stand in his recruitment? Yeah, Mississippi State, uh, uh, you know, is his most recent uh, Power Five offer. Uh, he's a kid that uh, that really is uh, the world of potential is in front of him. Uh, he's a guy who's gotten a lot of uh, publicity on the AAU route in some camps. Uh, he played on a very talented team, obviously, this year, and he's only going to get bigger and he's only going to get better. He reminds me a lot of William Mills uh, from back in the day, the late William Mills, uh, who in that he can, he has the potential to do so many things and at his size be 
a, a versatile player. You won't just pigeonhole him. And we know how Coach Musselman loves positionless basketball up here. They're going to be hot and heavy after him for, you know, several years. That's why they offered him, you know, when he was going into the ninth grade. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's a kid that, uh, you know, has a, has a bright future ahead of him. I'd, I'd like to have that future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't we all? Dudley Dawson of com. Dudley, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us and uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. All right, my man? Sounds good. Talk to you later. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 